Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my beautiful guest for today is Branka Valcic. Branka is a full-body channel and voice of Mother Mary. Her work focuses on spiritual and sexual awakening, transformation, and empowerment through courses, events, and tailored individual programs. The special focus of her work with Mary is helping women who were raised Catholic to let go of shame and guilt to enjoy gifts of their sexuality. Branka hosts Living with Mary podcasts and facilitates Mother Mary's circle of love. She's the author of two novels, The Lady of the Sea and Dragon's Love, currently channeling a book in which Mary tells her own story and offers light codes and activations for all those who wish to remember their divine heritage and live fully as divine human beings on earth. Branka is also the creator of the Sea Goddesses program and leads women on Sea Goddesses journeys on a sailing boat in the Adriatic Sea. Wow. Welcome, Branka. Thank you. It's so good to be here. Uh, It's such a blessing to have you with us. And uh, I am so, so very excited about the topics that we're going to be chatting about today and so excited to be learning from you as well. Hmm. Yay, me too. Learning from you and just being here. What a blessing. So thank you so much for this opportunity. Oh, absolutely, Branka. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I do love to start by asking my guests, what does sacred feminine power mean to you personally? Hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful question. Um, And, you know, to me, the sacred feminine power means the really the energy of the creation herself. Uh, So to me, it's the power of the great mother to create birth and nourish into life everything that is. So when I think about it, it's sort of It's the power that's behind all the seasons. Um, It's the power, you know, to let go of what no longer serves us so we can birth new life. So the whole cycle of um, birth, life, death and rebirth held within the cosmic womb is how I think about um, sacred feminine power. Um, But kind of translating this more into life um like what does this mean to me uh in my daily life it really is you know that power to stand like stand within my own center um so you know no matter what happens and what the cycle is and what the seasons are that I can feel connected to my heart uh, so I can you know um be really open to what my heart is saying, whether it's a yes, whether it's a no, uh, and living my life from that space as much as I can. And really, you know, to live, to move, to laugh, to cry, uh, to feel pleasure, to, you know, feel supported, to love, be loved, uh, and feel the connection with all that is. Um, So that's all to me is the sacred feminine power and how I love to sort of bring it into my life and embody it uh, as I live. Beautiful. 
all of that resonates so very strongly with me as well, Branka, and I, I appreciate you um, framing it in, in this way because you are touching on so many important aspects of sacred feminine power there already. I, I get a mm-hmm. sense that um, you've gone through quite a few initiations yourself in order to get to a point where you are living your life in this way, in this embodied way. And I was wondering if you'd be happy to share about a challenge that you've faced that's really helped you to activate the sacred feminine power within you and on your life's path. Mm, Yes. Uh, Yes. And you're totally right that there have been uh, quite a number of initiations. um, And, but I'll, I'll start with the first one, uh, which was, you know, I was two years old uh, and I was in a car with my family, with my parents and my sisters, and we had a car accident. And, you know, it was the 70s and I, um, you know, there were no seat belts or car seats and stuff like that. So I basically flew out of the car Mm. and hit the pavement with my head. Um, and you know, when my parents came to me, um, my mom later would describe me as just lying by the, you know, sort of by the curb and looking up, like not crying, nothing, just these big eyes, like looking up and how she thought that was really, really strange. Um, and so, you know, with this accident, I ended up being in the hospital for several months uh, in a place where like my parents couldn't visit me uh, at all. So at the age of two, I was basically separated from my parents, my family to be alone uh, for several months. And, you know, this I later, you know, when it all kind of when I was out of the hospital and, and, and things started to heal more and more, I had this like really, really big scar across my forehead and my parents really felt really badly about it. And we, you know, we didn't have much money, but they saved everything they could so that, you know, they could provide me with like plastic surgeries uh, of which I've had probably about 20 during Mm. my childhood and like teenage years. Um, So this really on, on a level of, um, learning how to love myself unconditionally was the event. And it really was major throughout all my years of growing up. I mean, this big scar was here, right? In everybody's face. And I would like grow bangs and, you know, but my bangs would never want to stick to my forehead. You know, there would always be a part of my bangs that would just open up and the scar would show. And you know, kids stared and kids said mean comments and all that stuff. And so I just, you know, from that early, a very early age, had to kind of learn to um, accept myself. And that that was really, really hard. Of course, I couldn't, you know, for many, many years, decades even. Uh, it took me to embrace um, my scar uh, as my power, really. Um, but it was, it was hard work, definitely. And then because it was, you know, it was here and it was, something that I really was keen on, on, on sort of working through and healing. Uh, when time was right, I started, you know, kind of going deeper into the scar and into the scar tissue and everything. And I was then having memories come to me 
And I had uh, a memory come to me of me lying by that side of the road and looking up and, mm. you know, those big eyes looking up. I was in that body looking up and, you know, I saw Mother Mary. Mm. Uh, and so basically I wasn't alone and she, you know, picked me up. I could like see that, feel that there was a whole bunch of angels around her she picked me up and of course when I remembered this I was oh my god like I was in so many tears and just so it was so beautiful it was such a profound moment of just you know being picked up picked up by, by Mother Mary after so many decades of feeling so alone because those months there uh you know that got into my psyche were like you're alone you're always alone and you know I wasn't and so then I Afterwards, also had uh, a whole bunch of memories of, you know, being in the hospital um, and her being by my side, you know, and helping me and helping the doctors and nurses and and all that. And it was definitely a, a part, you know, how we have these parts in our life uh, where we can choose whether we're going to stay on Earth or not. Uh, and this was like one moment for me like that. And you know, I chose to stay and it was really, really beautiful for me to, you know, awaken to the support and to this love um, that has always been with me, you know, through thick and thin. Um, so I would say that that was like the, the major, the biggest. Um, and then it followed me, you know, through the rest of my life. Wow. That is so, so powerful, Franca. And I, I literally have goosebumps bumps all over me and I feel very emotional just, just listening to you. I mean, what an mm. inspirational story. And to, to after all those years of, of going through the challenges and navigating the different initiations that came through the accident, to, to realize that Mother Mary has been with you from the very beginning. That's amazing. I know how cool is that I mean that is and that's the biggest gift you know I mean and you know she's not there just for me she's here for all of us and that is just like when I you know feel that when I think that I'm just like oh my god so cool <laughs> yeah yeah for mm -hmm. sure Mm -hmm. Now you you've you've already mentioned that this was really the the hidden blessing or the divine meaning in the accident that that you did go through at the age of two. But I'd love to hear a little bit more about how Mother Mary supports you now, and and mm -hmm. how this whole experience and these initiations are supporting you on your journey. Mm. Mm. Yes. Well, I mean, she is just in my life constantly I mean of course she is like I said with everybody and always has been and always will be but um I have opened my consciousness to that and for that I'm incredibly grateful uh and really when I look back like all of the initiations and everything that happened to me in my life was to come to this point and of course you know only she knows uh, and my soul like what's ahead. But um, to come to this place where I live my life um, with her by my side consciously all the time. And it is such a blessing. And of course, I've had my um, 
my 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 everything my doubts my anger my feelings of betrayal all kinds of things i needed to heal in relationship to her i'm growing up in the catholic um church and and you know having some lifetimes as well well many lifetimes connected to the catholic church and to her that i needed to heal and all that um but now i mean really it's daily i commune with her and it's this beautiful, you know, relationship that we have. I have embraced a lot of the things that I have, well, hated really when I was growing up, um, you know, that were any sort of resemblance of authority or dogma trying to impose its views of God or, um, you know, divine on me. Um so, but now I have my little things, my little rituals, my little, you know, everything that, you know, my little altar and everything that's there that is her surrounding me. Uh, and that's helps me to know, you know, to remember still and every day that she is here and, you know, that she's helping me. And of course, she's not, it's not always like just a walk in the park, uh, actually quite contrary, <laughs> being close to her. Uh, it really is um, like going really, really deep and, um, you know, being very, very honest um, with, with myself. So she constantly, you know, is helping me with that as well. So it's, it's really cool because it's not like, you know, I would have thought, okay, well, my mirror's with me and now it's all going to be like smooth sailing. <laughs> It's not. And so that has been like one of the things that I was like, you know, I'd be telling her, well, why, you know, why is it so hard? You know, should it be easier? She's like, no, beloved one, this is how you grow. And I'm like, ah, but I don't want to grow. Mm -hmm. And like that. But, um, but yeah, it's a beautiful relationship. And it is just, you know, I'm, oh, I'm over the moon and feeling so happy that I have remembered her and allowed her in my life like this. Mm -hmm. for sure for sure i mean that that is so beautiful and and so powerful and and what i especially love about you branca and your work is that your special focus is supporting women who were raised catholic to really let go of shame and guilt around sexuality and this must be really like a how should i call it like a, almost like a slap in the face of the catholic church who's considering mary this this you know, virgin, this submissive, this passive creature almost, who's who's described as having very little authority and very little power almost onto herself. And yet in reality, she's this amazingly powerful being who is really, I don't know, I even the words are escaping me right right now, but I mean this incredibly powerful being who is is able to support us at such deep levels when we do open up to her and i would love to hear a little bit more about your work especially around sexuality and mother mary mm. yes uh yes you're right uh it is it is such a such an interesting thing really uh that this is you know happening in this way especially for me being raised catholic and as i mentioned like all these things that were really you know, bothering me. And that was the reason why I left the Catholic Church. Um, all these things that you're describing, Mary, uh, how and 
it has been really, really challenging for me to come to this place where I can actually talk about <laughs> Mother Mary and sexuality and all the things that she has taught me and that she's now uh, teaching other women and helping them. Um, so it is so amazing. But one, actually, one thing I want to say um, before is that um, she did tell me a while back how, you know, just because I, I had all this like anger towards the, the Catholic Church and she really did help me uh, because she is all about unconditional love. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I cannot be her channel uh, while holding a grudge uh, towards anybody or anything. Um, mm -hmm. So that has been also a very big part of um, my growth. Uh, so now I feel at ease. You know, I, I it's not like I'm doing something in, at least in my within my being. I'm not doing something against against or despite or in spite of you know, the, the dogma and the teachings of the Catholic Church, um, but actually feel at ease um, that what is coming through me is, you know, Mother Mary um, coming to us now and saying, look, um, you know, the, the story that has been told about me was told by men, uh, was told, you know, over centuries, was written, rewritten, deleted um omit you know there was omissions you know a lot of it has been lost a lot of it has been thrown out um so really it's not her story um and it's up to us to you know rediscover mary and like what you were saying like our words were escaping you that's exactly it because we are rediscovering her and she is so big and so amazing and so powerful and so but at the other hand so gentle and so graceful um that it's just yeah there are no words and so basically um the way you know she comes through me she talks through me uh so when i have individual sessions with women um you know she will come through me with both her energy you know, her love, of course, uh, and with her words, uh, speaking with women, helping them first to, you know, really like settle into their heart and, um, you know, to relax. And then, you know, they, they slowly dive in into what whatever the problems are for women. Uh, and the shame and the guilt are often held within you know, the lower belly within the womb, the sexual organs. Um, and so slowly, you know, gently she works, you know, from the heart, you know, into the lower part of the body. And really, you know, on many layers, she works with women to, you know, let go of what no longer serves, like working with their energies of, you know, what it can be transmuted with love, into love yes so it's not like shame and guilt are terrible and you know the enemy or whatever um they also when the time is right they also really wish to be transformed through love into love um and they have served a purpose they serve a purpose they are great protectors um but at one point you know we're ready um to um transform that protection through our love and through mary's love and you know to really 
start, you know, feeling this power. We're talking about sacred feminine power. Yes, like feel that within us and, you know, really start standing, really feeling free um, in our body, in our emotions, in our psyche, in our soul, and, you know, serving the world, um, you know, through being the beautiful, vulnerable, free, amazing, unique beings who we are. Mm. Beautiful. And, and I mean, my whole body is literally buzzing just listening to you. I, I, Mother Mary has been one of my biggest guides as well for the past few years or so. And um, I can so relate to everything that you're saying and to her incredible energy that is at the same time so very powerful and so very gentle as as you were saying earlier and uh, just trying to embody even a little bit of her essence in our own lives uh, in our own bodies makes just such a huge difference in itself isn't it it is it really is absolutely um but you know one thing well one thing that bothered me for a long time was exactly that like how can I how can I embody somebody like that mm. um you know that it just cannot be and that's that <laughs> there's that guilt uh and there's that smallness really um but yeah. it's also it's also I feel it's also wonderful to have humility um and to sort of you know doubt is also okay is what I've discovered you know because it keeps me on my toes it keeps me you know sort of questioning and reinvestigating and and really you know really uh only when I feel true to myself and to her you know doing something or speaking up or offering something um so it's not it's not coming from the head uh and it's not going into my head yes um but it's it's really it, it's really yeah coming down to that unconditional love um for everything you know and just everyone and that has been just this incredible I think incredible journey with her Mm, I bet. Yeah. And I love how you brought humility into that. And of course, humility is very different from a sense of inferiority or insignificance. And, yes. and humility, I think, is so very, very important, especially in these times of transition when we're seeing the, the, the rise and the assertiveness of the ego and these power dynamics and all this these kind of restrictions that are being pushed on us at the moment and to be able to stand in a space of humility which still acknowledges your own inner power and your inner essence and perhaps in a way also supports you in standing in that power at a very very deep level I, I would think that that is one of the biggest biggest and most important assets and characteristics to cultivate in these times of transition what, what, what would mother mary say to that oh i i am feeling i'm feeling goosebumps all over <laughs> my body now so yes um and exactly what you say it is it has to be differentiated from the feelings of inferiority and smallness um but you know as we are going through this transition we are being asked to stand in our own and to stand in our own power and to go within and to search for our own answers. And, you know, with that, if we're not really careful, if we don't stand in humility, then 
all kinds of things can happen, especially, you know, the stuff that for myself, I wouldn't want. Um, so absolutely, definitely a source of uh, beautiful power. Um, just being really true to what is in the heart and bringing that forward. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, <laughs> you know, Mary is such an amazing, you know, sort of balance of that as well isn't she uh the the humility and the power uh that grace and you know that the love that is just like whoa it's like the rushing of the river but then also as gentle as you know the petal of the rose and so it's both the strength and the vulnerability and you know but always 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 coming back to the heart and to that love mm -hmm. for sure and love truly is the, the the greatest power that there is and the foundation on which we are birthing the new earth some of us more consciously and some of us a little bit less consciously but nevertheless the new earth is being born and i think mother mary is playing an incredibly important lead role in this birthing process isn't she ah yes Absolutely, she is. She is coming so much more powerfully um, over the last, you know, years. And, you know, I just feel like there's just this huge, even more and more waiting, you know, to, to come through. Um, and, and, and yes, this aspect of the heart and the love that we have now been talking about, but also that freedom um, that's connected to our sexuality which, you know, over the years has been a lot of women has seen, you know, and, and, and felt and transformed uh, into that freedom through um, the coming of Mary Magdalene more strongly uh, mm -hmm. and, and her story uh, coming out. And it's, it's time now for Mother Mary to come like this as well. And I actually feel very strongly how the two of them are working together mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, sort of asking sort of asking us as well to work together um you know to to really work together and also to bring the two of them together um and you know that is really bringing together the the heart and the and the womb uh, so there is the life and love um and all of creation together and the two of them are just i mean of course all the other ones um but yeah there is lots that's coming, definitely. Mm -hmm. For sure. Absolutely. And I love how you brought uh, Mary Magdalene into this as well. And I also strongly feel that Yeshua is playing an incredibly powerful and important mm. role there as oh, well. yeah. <laughs> as the sacred masculine and balancing out and and really just, um, I think, I think for me, at least in my own personal life, it was Yeshua who kind of led me to Mother Mary after I mm. had, as a teenager, thrown away religion, thrown away God, thrown away angels mm. and everything and anything associated with that. And then to have him kind of come back into my life in very subtle ways at first and then becoming mm -hmm. stronger and stronger through meditations and then leading me in a beautiful way to Mother Mary has been mm -hmm. so powerful on my own journey. Oh, that is so beautiful. Yeah. That is amazing. Uh, yes, and he is. Oh, I so agree. Oh my goodness, that divine feminine, a uh, divine masculine that is so needed. Um, that you know, 
most of us don't really know what it is um and that he's just it's just oh so yes um there is um that whole lineage uh, of course obviously you and i are connected to it um uh, the you know the three of them and grandmother anna and you know mm-hmm. beyond them isis and venus and it's just such uh, to, to have that to know that they are here and you know working with us and helping us um it's just wow <laughs> it's mind-blowing for sure yeah it it mm-hmm. really really is yeah mm-hmm. now yeah. franca i i would love to talk to you for hours and i know i could keep <laughs> asking you questions but if if our listeners wanted to connect with you and wanted to work with you and also perhaps feel a a stronger closeness and proximity to mother mary how how would they find you mm. well i guess the best starting point is my website uh which i imagine uh in the in the podcast description i could probably put that in because it'll be kind of hard to um so it's my first name last name.com basically so my my website uh to find me there there is um a place for them to subscribe to receive uh, weekly Mother Mary's messages. Um, and also, you know, they can schedule a free chat with me, um, you know, to see, you know, how I may and Mary uh, together serve them best on their path. And um, also, they can tune into my Living with Mary podcast where I talk a lot about, you know, sort of how I kind of came to except being her channel. Uh, and there is also um, a free gift that um, Mother Mary and I have created, uh, which is the sacred sexuality activation uh, that your uh, beautiful listeners can download and um you know, listen to in this way. So this is Mother Mary coming through me with a sacred uh, sexuality activation so they can jump right in and feel her energy and feel, you know, what that activation does for them. And, you know, then, you know, they can perhaps take it from there um, and see, see where that takes them on their journey. Oh, how beautiful. Thank you so much for gifting that to the listeners as well, Branka. Now, mm-hmm. um, is there anything that is arising for you uh, from Mother Mary that you feel would be important to mention right now? Hmm. Well, I think it's that love. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think it. I feel it. I feel it really, really rising, you know, from my heart. And we spoke about the love, you know, towards others, but also the love towards ourselves. Um, like this is so important that that self-love, um, that you know, feeling that it's okay to be vulnerable, and you know, in this this age of transition and this age where there's sort of a lot going on on all so many levels and a lot of people are waking up and a lot of people are discovering new things and it's okay you know wherever we are this is the best place for us to be wherever we are on our journey is 
perfect and we are perfect and we are just these beloved beloved beings beloved children of our divine mother who loves us unconditionally regardless of you know what we think what we feel um you know how deserving we feel of that love or not she loves us through and through always and always and always mm. Thank you, Branka. I can feel that so very strongly right now. Such an important message. I, I really appreciate everything that you've shared today and all the wisdom that you have brought through from Mother Mary and through the embodied initiations that you've gone through yourself and the wisdom that you've gained from those. So thank you so much for coming mm. onto the podcast and thank you for sharing all of this with us. Mm, thank you for having me. It was an mm. honor really to be here and speak with you and share what's within me to share and you know share Mother Mary um, through my energy and my voice as well today. Mm. Mm. Thank you so much, Branka. I appreciate you. Thank you. And I, you too. Mm. Now, everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our intention on this beautiful, powerful, powerful energy that's been activated during this interview. And imagine sending this energy to everybody, everything and everywhere on our planet to remember that we are truly all one and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, the more quickly our planet will also ascend and the more healing there will be on our planet and beyond. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here.